Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I normally wait when Ray is on for Ray to say, hey, Trey. Hey, Trey. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he usually slips one quick, hey, Trey. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he's been coughing today, so he is a little late yeah, on that okay. one. Yeah, okay. All right. He may have had his microphone off, but that kind of interrupted the flow. All right, uh, Trey, the more that I look at, and uh, I spent an extensive amount of time yesterday because things keep changing. Uh, mm-hmm. I respect the fact that you spent time on Sunday updating both the – uh, projected depth chart and the scholarship distribution uh, chart. I guess you call them charts, but uh, uh, nevertheless, uh, the more that I look at it, Trey, I, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Is that is that a, a fair thing to say? Uh, I mean, they are Arkansas is signing three big time receivers, uh, all six four and above. That's what's interesting. One receiver, six foot seven, getting linebacker help. I mean, all the areas you've been talking about. Although I did see something that really caught my attention, and that was on the uh, article that you had on the remaining needs uh, through the transfer portal. Not one, not two, not three. You're saying four more players are needed in the secondary. Uh, because when you throw in the nickel position, you've got to take that into account. Yeah, not just secondary. I, I think they need four more safeties. Okay. I, I mean, just from a number standpoint, you're going to use you know two safeties. You need a three deep, so that's six. And you have to include that you're going to draw from safeties and cornerbacks to play the nickel spot. And I always like to have a plus one. So, yeah, I think they need four more safeties. Um, I think you need about, you know, nine ten guys at safety wow just because of the just because of the nickel spot now you can play corners there too so strong weak and then nickel yeah however you want to call it yeah free strong strong, whatever whatever term you want to put on it we're expecting to see more of a four two five look so um, yeah i think they need to do some work at safety obviously now we'll see how things transpire in april uh the 18th after the 18th the transfer portal uh window closes that doesn't mean they can't still fish players out it just means you know players can't go back in classes start tomorrow i don't know why they picked the 18th specifically they doesn't really jive up with anything specifically you know it seems like they wanted to close it down when school started it seemed like it'd be tomorrow but that's beside the point um we shouldn't see anybody saying they're going to enter the transfer portal, um, you know, for a while now, uh, at least leading up to the next transfer portal window, because you can say you're entering the portal. You just can't uh, enter it after the 18th. So, um, and, you know, they have, you know, till it, I think they have a, 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 the contact period runs to the 29th, so they've also got, a, you know, in-home visits and, and, that, and that kind of stuff with recruits. We'll see if they'll in it, add any more guys from the high school ranks. Obviously got some good news over the weekend with Shamar Easter firming up his commitment status with Arkansas. So uh, that's a nice addition. I still think they need they need a veteran tight end, just a, an older guy that's been, you know, in the college weight room, 
uh, for a couple years. It looked like Kane Brong was going to be that guy. He might not be. Georgia's got a couple of tight ends. Rick? Yes, go get them both. <laughs> go get them. Yeah, Georgia's got a couple of tight ends in there. Um, and, you know, there's some, there are other players from Georgia. There's actually quite a bit, uh, you know, since the national championship, uh, as you'd expect, they would they would ride it out until, um, you know, winning a national championship before they left the team. So maybe those are some guys that you explore some more options with here in the, uh, in the coming months um, leading into the, I guess, the next portal window. Interesting on on three sports, they had ten offensive players still at the transfer portal who can help in 2023. Uh, wide receiver Gary Bryant, he's transferring from USC. Offensive lineman Victor Kern, uh, transferring from Washington, 6'4", 320. Wide receiver Tyler Harrell. He's transferring from Alabama. Um, running back, I don't think Day-Day Hunter out of Liberty. Uh, I doubt Arkansas needs another running back. Wide receiver Eddie Lewis transferring from Memphis. Wide receiver Freddie Roberson. He's transferring from Eastern Washington. Quarterback Spencer Sanders transferring from Oklahoma State. This is a guy that's passed for – he's number two at Oklahoma State – Career-wise, total offense, 11,509 yards, almost 10,000 yards passing. But uh, anyway, he's in, the, he's in the transfer portal. I don't think Arkansas will be searching for another quarterback. Um, Xavier Weaver, he's a transfer from South Florida. I don't, I don't know how many have gone into the transfer portal from South Florida. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. starting to wonder, are they going to have any players left? Yeah. Um, He's a transfer. Then there's a guard from Florida, Ethan White. He is a transfer from Florida, 6'4", 331. He was the second-team All-SEC selection for Florida this season. Started seven games in the 21 season before being sidelined late with an uh, injury when healthy. An absolute, I'm just giving you what they've written, road grader in the running game. He has one season of eligibility remaining. Do any of those names ring a bell to you that maybe Arkansas may have interest in? Yeah, some of them ring a bell for sure. Um, I don't know that anything is going to happen in the coming days, though. I mean, once the once the the portal or once the spring semester, you know, start or excuse me, once it goes through the first week, then you, you can't really add anybody else for mm-hmm. the spring semester. So there's not really any benefit for these guys to, to make a commitment, you know, that early. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I've still got them at, 20, at 74. It seems like every time something they get a new guy, a new addition, and, I, and I'd run the numbers again, they're still at 74 <laughs> because <laughs> somebody, somebody has also left. So it just, just seems like it would be a wash. So, um Still got 11 spots open uh, right now. Arkansas is – I don't think anybody has had more players enter the transfer portal. I think Arkansas and Texas A&M have 25 that have entered the portal right now, which is the most, which – I mean, I get you're redoing some things on the roster. I just don't I just don't think that's a good look to have that many players exiting your program. I mean, it just doesn't – I don't know, it doesn't feel – like that's what should be happening, that many mm-hmm. players. Like I can understand 
you know, twice the number, because usually you're going to have, like even back in the day, years ago, you're still would have to have about seven players leave your program every single year just to bring in a full recruiting class every year. So, you know, you would think maybe twice that number seems reasonable to lose like 15 players, but 25, that's a lot of players, and and that's not including any walk-ons. Let's speak with Jack. Jack, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, I uh... What do you think about the quarterback that transferred from uh, Wake to Notre Dame? Do you think that he's going to see? Because uh, our quarterback, KJ, is the number six quarterback in the country. Well, he's supposedly star studded. And is he going to make a difference in that six? Because I think KJ has a chance, if he does with these wide receivers, what I think they're going to do that he could be up there for the Heisman Trophy. Now, do you think K.J.'s got a shot at the Heisman Trophy, or do you think there's somebody going to push him out? I'm not, sure what, I'm not sure what he's asking exactly. Maybe where, the transfer from Wake Forest to Notre Dame, just simply going to Notre Dame, is he going to get the edge on all the others hmm. when it comes to Heisman Trophy? That's the way I understood it. Well, no. Notre Dame doesn't carry the weight they once did. No, he, he'd have to be great. They carry a little weight, but they not, bumped. Not they, they bumped uh, Texas A&M out of the college football playoff a couple years ago. <laughs> they did. They did that. That's right. Yeah. But as far as a player winning the Heisman, just being at Notre Dame doesn't get it for you like it did for Paul Horning. Sure, sure. I I, I can I can agree with that. Um, for KJ, I always feel this is what I always feel. I feel if if you're going to um, win the Heisman, you need to take your team to the conference championship game and as a quarterback. Correct. If you're – like, I don't I don't vote for quarterbacks that finish third in the East, you know, stuff like that. Uh, now, I did, I did put a vote in for Tennessee quarterback who got hurt um, just because, you know, he missed two games, but I thought he had mm-hmm. a remarkable season. I, I gave him a third-place vote. So um, – to win the Heisman, to me, KJ would need to lead Arkansas to the division championship. That's my opinion. I think you're right. I don't know that Arkansas has a division championship team next year. Doesn't look like it. Um, what is the business, Trey? <laughs> I say business. What's going on with Kendall Bryles? We thought mm-hmm. there was some play going on at Mississippi State, whether or not that was true or not, that is irrelevant now. But latest is there's interest of TCU. I don't know how much interest is upon Kendall Browse. Is this another Jimmy Sexton ploy to continue to bump up the money uh, for Kendall Browse at Arkansas or anywhere for that matter? So, but, so what uh, happened to the Riley kid at TCU, Lincoln Riley's brother? Clemson. Went to Clemson? Okay. I missed out on that. Sorry. Yeah. Clemson. Yeah, he went to Clemson for $1.75 million. Um, yeah, I, d- I do think that there was some legitimacy to the Mississippi State courtship. I absolutely think there was. I think that may- there may be even a time where Kendall thought maybe that was something that he would consider doing, but I think ultimately decided to stay at Arkansas. Uh, I think there's legitimacy to uh, TCU pursuing him also and and maybe a little bit more pers- – uh, legitimacy um, 
in terms of him being the guy that they really want and are targeting. Uh, I, I'm not closing the door on that as a possibility. I, I, the Mississippi State deal never made much sense to me. Um, and just based on what we were hearing on our end, I, I think that there's some – I think there's a possibility that it could – now, I don't, I'm not saying it will happen. I'm not saying that at all. But um, I think it's something that he's considering. What is the difference, Trey, in your opinion, then, between the Mississippi State situation and the TCU? You said the Mississippi State situation didn't make sense to you. Mm -hmm. What makes sense about TCU? Well, it's Texas, first of all. He's from Texas. Um, I think he would light up the Big 12 um, with his offense. And he's known the defensive coordinator at TCU. They've known each other for, I think, Browse his entire life. Um, he's also really familiar with the wide receivers coach, Malcolm Kelly. They were coached together at Houston. So he's got, I feel like, a little bit more connection to that staff um, and it being in the state of Texas. So, yeah, I just feel like there's – I'm not saying that I think he's going to take the job. I just think it maybe is more intriguing to him than the Mississippi State job was. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just asking it because – the way you said that. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Um, Rutt says, how many players have EE had transfer compared to the other SEC schools? I'm not sure who EE is. I guess how many players have Arkansas had transfer compared to the other SEC schools? You went through that just not long ago, but uh, obviously things keep changing on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, last I checked, it was Arkansas and Texas A&M for the lead nationwide. Nationwide? Nationwide. Wow. wow. I haven't seen anybody with 25. I haven't gone through every school, um, but I've gone through a lot of them just to see what other people have and stuff. I haven't seen anybody else with 25 scholarship guys. Wow. Not something you want to be number one in, is it? So what, I don't what, think what, so. What, I mean, let's let's. Let, I mean, let's be honest. A lot of those guys, it's fine that you know they weren't going to play at Arkansas. But then there's a, some guys that, you know, Jordan Dominic, you didn't want him to leave. Yeah, you didn't want Anthony Brown to leave. You didn't want Miles Slusher to leave. You didn't want, um, you know, probably Jalen Catalan to leave. And you know, I think that you know that could have been some. I don't know for sure on NIL stuff, but you know he he hadn't played a lot at Arkansas the last couple of years, and maybe he thought he felt like he could get more money on the open market. And you know I'm just I'm making assumptions here. I'm not I don't know any of that for a fact, so um, don't take that to the bank. But uh, he's taking it to the bank. There's a yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a I, I just think that um, there are too many guys that I wouldn't want to leave the program that have left too many too much quality talent left right i mean and again you can go out and get there's an there's another anthony brown out there okay uh you can go out and get those guys but you know why they gotta learn your system right why why would you want to go do that like so i mean just looking at it like anthony brown um, Jordan Dominic, you didn't want either of those guys to go. I don't, I don't know that you really wanted Jackson Woodard to go, but it's it's fine. You know, I mean, you can you can obviously replace him. Uh, Isaiah Nichols, did you want Isaiah Nichols to leave or Trey Knox or um, you know some of the Keytron Jackson? 
Miles Slusher. I would have loved to see Malik Hornsby give a real good try at just playing wide receiver versus going to transfer to Texas State. You know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff like that. Let's talk with DK. DK, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. Good evening, gentlemen. I hope good all evening, is well. DK. Yes, sir. Oh, um, look at Trey. Uh, or uh, Keytron. I thought he wanted to come back, and Coach said, "No, you didn't jump in, stay in." So he might want to try to rethink his policies. You know what I'm saying on something like that. But what I was trying to see is they in on any defensive lineman, you know, that's going to command a double team. Some linebackers that can be versatile, you know, actually cover running backs and tight ends off the line. You know what I'm saying? If they ain't in on any guys like that, and then I'm going to get off here with this one, because I heard that uh, TCU might be looking at Browse. Because, you know, I hear a lot of fans, why don't we get rid of Browse? So now if they get their wish, who are they going to get? Have a good rest yeah. of the day. Thank you, DK. Yeah. Um, if you look at the offensive numbers, Arkansas produced more yards um, than any season in the last 12 years and produced more points than any season in the last seven years. Um, I don't think the offense was the problem. Now, they did have some goal line issues. I don't know that that was 100% Kendall Browse's problem. I wasn't a big fan of watching Trey Knox line up under center when you have K.J. Jefferson. But I also yeah. think there was a bit of desperation because the offensive line could not get a push. And I think Sam Pittman put a lot of that uh, blame on uh, Jamil Walker and the strength staff versus uh, Kendall Browse because you get down at the one-yard line and you can't get in the end zone. I mean, you got an all-SEC center and a 245-pound quarterback and a 230-pound running back and you can't get in the end zone. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So uh, I think they, you know, put that on this offensive line needs to be stronger. So if you, you know, flip it to the other side of the ball, the defense was atrocious. The worst pass defense in the country. 131 out of 131 teams, the most passing yards surrendered. I mean, that's bad. Um, oh, yeah, and they actually had a couple of good corners. <laughs> yeah. So that tells you a lot about the safeties and nickels. And they had some injury issues, obviously, at safety. Uh, but, yeah, as far as a replacement for Browse, I mean, there's been so many names thrown around right now. I think it's probably a little premature to say on that. As far as as other guys that Arkansas is, is recruiting, um, I think from a number standpoint, they are fine at defensive end, okay? They've got – They've got a good quality number of defense fans, got a lot of veterans there. I don't know that that's going to be an area where they, you know, really try to hammer. Um, and I think that you can move with maybe going to more of a four-down look. I think it makes a lot of sense to move Eric Gregory inside the defensive tackle. He's already 6'4", 303. He's done that in the past. He didn't do it really at all last year. But I think it makes a lot of sense to move him inside to a defensive tackle. And that can help you a little bit at defensive tackle, but they still need at least another one, you know, at least one more big-body defensive tackle. And I don't know, at this point, I don't see I don't see that guy necessarily. I, I feel like maybe that's a, a situation you wait for in, in in the spring. And you know, to that point, also the last two years they've gotten two pretty good defensive tackles in the spring. You know, after March it was uh, last year Terry Hampton at Arkansas State. The year before that, um, John Ridgeway. So they've they've done a pretty good job there. 
Uh, linebacker, their numbers are good at linebacker. Now they're still recruiting Michael Harris and Andrew Harris. They had a, a, a transfer come in, the Tennessee transfer, um, Juwan Walker, I think. His name's escaping me a little bit. But, um, you know, he's, he's a guy that's played a lot of football in his past. He started for Texas for a couple years. I think he was injured in 21 at Tennessee. And then last year um, played a pretty significant amount for them. So, I think at linebacker more than anything, they need another, you know, experienced veteran player. Young linebackers just kind of scare me. But, you know, they've got Christopher Paul. They've got Antonio Greer in, uh, who I think will start for them. And, um, you know, Manny Powell, Jordan Crook, those guys will be a year older. And they've got – they brought in three young linebackers uh, also. Caden Henley also on the roster. Trey, just just think about this. If Kendall Bryars were to go to TCU, he'd coach Chad Morris' son Chandler. Yeah, that would be an interesting dynamic, wouldn't it? <laughs> Bring back Barry Lunny Jr. We're already going to start lobbing <laughs> names. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. Hey, it's okay, Trey Beach, Fox Sports.com, being brought to you by Ash.